Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of As Told by Sarah. I am your host, Sarah, and today is March 19th, the first day of spring. I know that it is a difficult time for many of us, so it's really exciting that we're entering the spring season, a time for growth. Um, I'm really looking forward to what the world has in store for us in spring and summer. There is an announcement, so I decided that I will. To start off this podcast, I want to start talking about mortgage rates. So we are going on a roller coaster ride. Each day is different. Almost each hour is different. Um, I know yesterday was a really trying day. Rates did take a dip in the morning. They took a raise in the afternoon. Um, today, they are still around the same price. They're still really great. We're st- still seeing great lows, great historic lows, but not what we were seeing when this all first came to light. So I really want you guys to talk to a lender, talk to someone who's a professional in the industry, figure out where rates are at right now for you and what that means as far as your purchasing power and whether or not it is a great time to refinance if you wanted to go that route and you were already a homeowner. Um, It's really a case-by-case basis. I still think the interest rates are great. I still think that that they provide a lot of buying power for buyers, so I don't think it's anything to be concerned with right now. I think they're going to go even lower, but again, I do not have a crystal ball, so I can't tell you exactly, but right now, at this moment, I feel like they are really great. So like I said, talk to a professional, figure out what that means for you. Reach out to me if you have any questions about mortgage rates. Foreclosures and evictions for mortgages insured by the Federal Housing Administration, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac will be suspended for several weeks in response to the coronavirus outbreak. President Donald Trump announced Wednesday that he had directed the Department of Housing and Urban Development to suspend foreclosures and evictions for mortgages insured through the FHA until the end of April. This will allow households who have an FHA-insured mortgage to meet the challenges of COVID-19 without fear of losing their homes and to help steady market concerns, says HUD Secretary Ben Carson. The halting of all foreclosure actions and, and, eviction, and evictions for the next 60 days will provide homeowners with some peace of mind during these trying times. The FHA Finance Agency also announced that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac would stop all foreclosure and evictions for at least 60 days. During this time, I know we're all a little concerned and we all want to save money the best way that we can. So here's a few tips that I thought were really helpful um, during this time. So see if you can change your phone data plan. If you're going to be working from home or at home more, you're going to be connected to Wi-Fi. See if there's any way that you guys can change your plan. So because a lot of us are have, have data plans that we're not even using a percentage of that data. So see during this next few months, at least, if you can try to change your cell phone plan. Um, 
Um, See if you can change your homeowner's insurance policy. You can save money huge this way. See if you can get more coverage for less a month. Um, That goes for car insurance as well. If you guys need to contact a home, um, an insurance agent, please let me know. I have a great one that is amazing and they would love to help you. Um, And there's other ways you guys can save money too by not hoarding groceries, Um, not going to the store and over-purchasing a bunch of stuff. I know that it is very scary and we don't know um, the what's in store for the future. But I think the number one, another way you can save money is definitely by not hoarding, hoarding anything. Um, There's enough supplies to go around. So those are just some quick tips. Do not turn off guests or buyers at your front door. An entryway gives home buyers their first impression of the inside of your home. An entryway that is dark or cramped can be a total turnoff. So here are some things and steps that you can do to make your entryway amazing. So number one, furniture that's not up to scale. Choose slender items that are not meant to fit a small that are meant to fit in a smaller space. You don't want to block a path of the inside of your house. The scale of the furniture is critical for the entryway. The entryway was a, has a function, and it's best to keep this in mind when choosing furniture. Um, number two, dark entries. We want our entryways to make a person walking in feel happy and at peace. So a dark entry entryway will make them want to leave even subconsciously. Um, designers recommend having a large scale of light on the ceiling as well as bright wall colors, especially in your entryways. Um, disorganize. Have a place to take off your shoes as you enter and even place your groceries or bags as you enter. No matter how small or big your entryway, you need to place place to dump your keys, organize clutter, um, etc. Your mail, anything you guys put in your entryway. This can be a little shelf, a table with a tray, or hooks that have some kind of hanging organizer. Um, the only thing I would be careful of is to make sure that you don't leave too much space for clutter because then it will become overcluttered, not something we want to walk into every day. Um, make sure there's a seat. If you're, if space allows, add a seat. When you enter a home, you often want to take off your shoes and this makes it easier to do so. If there's not enough room for two chairs or a bench, a stool can work and it doesn't have to look like you, you'll, utilitarian. <laughs> Sorry, it was a tongue twister for me. There are beautiful painted ceramic stools that can brighten an uh, entryway and function as seating as well. Another fun fact, so some of the New York wealthy are fleeing to the Hamptons. Um, They are seeing a huge rise in Airbnb rates all along the Hamptons for everyone who has a second home there. So homes that would originally go for $4,000 a month within this time, which April is usually their slow season, they are now seeing them go for up to $18,000 a month to $20,000 a month. One rented for a whole year for $100,000. So we definitely see some of New York's wealthy exiting the city and heading for the Hamptons. So I thought this was really interesting. They did a poll on where buyers are the happiest, where homeowners are the happiest, who's the happiest with their purchase. This is not to say anything bad about California since we did not make the list, but these this is where people are moving to and they're finding a ton of happiness. Now, I want to start off by saying that I can help you 
all over the country. I have an amazing network of agents. All of them can help you. Um, and I would love to get you guys connected with them. So if you are thinking of moving out of state, please let me know so I can connect you with someone who would work just as hard for you as I would in the state you're going to. So this is where homeowners are the happiest. So ranking in at number one, Iowa. Number two, Wisconsin. Number three, Nebraska. Number four, Alabama. Number five, North Dakota. Number six, South Dakota. Number seven, Hawaii. Um, Number eight, North Carolina. Number nine, Virginia. Number 10, New Hampshire. Number 11, Nevada. And number 12, Missouri. So if you want to be a happy buyer in any of those states, let me know. I'd love to help. So I wanted to end this podcast with this beautiful little quote that's been circulating around. Um, I think we all need to hear this, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. And the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced. Some met their shadows, and the people began to think differently, and the people healed, and in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed. I hope everyone has a beautiful weekend. I will see you guys again next week. Um, I am praying for each and every one of you. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. I would love to help in any way that I can. See you next week.